Here we are, folks, again for another Tim Talk. Thank you so much for listening. I'm so honored. This one I want to talk about. One of the great gifts, it's, we're going to call this, I'm backing up again. We're going to call it Create Nature Art. We've talked about altars. That's a form of nature art. But this subject is nature art, creating nature art in nature or in a garden that you've created um, and not being attached to it staying there. In other words, you build it and it will eventually go back to the earth, whether it's an hour after you build it or a year after, let it go. It's for the moment. Very important for the moment. One of the great gifts humans have is and other animals do it too, but none do it like humans. And I, when I say that again, I remind you, I'm not saying we're better than any other animal, but we do have gifts, and they're worth noticing. One is we create art. I mean, you can go to museums, and you can see da Vinci paintings and all kinds of art like that. I'm a nature photographer. I want people to look at my art and my love of nature through my photography. All of that is incredible and wonderful, and it's a a thing that humans do so well is create art. It's one of the, the better angels of who, who we humans are, that we can do that, and that we have the ability to appreciate it. I mean, I, I, I find it endlessly amazing what comes out of people and how beautiful it is. And to be able to put things on your wall that someone made and look at them and they bring you joy and happiness, that's, that's unbelievable, unbelievable. And many people will not think they're creative. You might have taken an art class in school, but you don't think you're creative. You don't think you're an artist. I say, wrong. Just because you don't make a living at art doesn't mean that you're not an artist. Everyone has artistic, creative skills within them. They just have to sometimes get out of the way and let them come forth. Get rid of the judgment. Get rid of the control. Get rid of all those no's that everybody's told you or society said. And just let yourself be creative. And what better way to build a relationship with the earth than to create art with her? Now think about it. You're walking through the woods. Go with me. You're walking through the woods. You look at an old burned stump and you go, wow, that's nature art. You look at the bark of a tree and the patterns. That's nature art. You look at how the leaves hang and glow in the light. That's nature art. You look at the water and the pools in a creek. That's nature art. I could go on and on, right? The plants on the ground <coughs> creating patterns and spaces for animals to live. That's nature art. That's nature creating art. The fact that we humans can look at that and think of it as art, think of it as beauty, that's a whole other extraordinary aspect of being human, right? And being an earth caretaker. That we can identify a force as something beautiful. And then someone like me go out and photograph it and observe it. That's amazing. Or someone paint it or draw it or create a flower arrangement or a leaf arrangement. I mean, it's endless, right? But there's nothing more connecting than you going out and creating a beautiful art piece in the woods. And maybe it's for you. Maybe it's for your friends. Maybe it's for your neighbor. Maybe it's for the lucky person that happens to come down the trail and see it. Maybe no one ever sees it but you. It doesn't really matter. You take pine cones or fir cones, you take burned wood, you take driftwood, um, you take beautiful rocks shaped in different ways and colors, you take leaves and you create art. I don't know if any of you have ever heard of this famous artist named Andy Goldsworthy. 
probably the master of all masters when it comes to this kind of art. Many of his books are out. Look them up. They'll inspire you. He He's created things that are just, you can't even get your head wrapped around how beautiful it is. Um, but you have that in you too. You have Andy Goldsworthy as much in you as he has and, and as much as I have. And it doesn't have to be judged. Beauty is truly, you've heard the old cliche, beauty is in the eye of the beholder. It's true. It's true. My idea of beauty is going to be different than yours sometime. And other times we're going to both look at something and go, that is astoundingly beautiful. When someone sees Yosemite Valley in California, they'd have to be crazy not to think it's the most beautiful place in the world, right? Or Mount Shasta, where I live. It's beautiful to all. But something as personal as some nature art, um, it could be as simple as you making a stack of rocks or putting a rock on top of another rock or putting a rock on a, on a rock with the water running over it or laying a pattern of leaves in the water or on the ground or arranging some sticks in a, in a pattern um, or taking a burned log and instead of having it lay on the ground, stick it up so it shows more. It could be as simple as that. There's no right or wrong with it. And you do that in a garden that you've created, and your garden has its highlight places, its awe-moment places that stop you. Set a seat down, people will sit and look, and it could change someone's life. And when it goes back to the earth, it goes back to the earth, right? So creating art in nature, I'm a great believer in it, and I think we're all artists. We can all do it. Another thing I'll mention with that is you can do it with a friend. You can create something together, and it's a very bonding experience. If you're a parent or a teacher, you can do it with children, and it's a very bonding experience to create something together. And in, in doing so, you learn not only to be creative together, but to help each other to be better. And also, you, you learn to work. And the, the good ethic of work and of service, doing something bigger than yourself for no other reason than just the beauty. You're not trying to get money out of it. You're not trying to get power. You don't need ego gratification. Just to put beauty into the world. What an amazing thing. That is profound. And in that process, you become an earth caretaker. You become an earth caretaker. Beauty. Endless beauty. <clears throat> so get out there and do it, folks. Get out and do it. Again, you got to make time for it. It's got to be a priority. The other thing I'll say as I wrap up this talk is if you make something in nature, watch how it watch how it changes through time as it ages. Maybe an animal will come by and mess with it a little bit. Maybe um, it'll it'll a rock will fall off of it. Maybe a leaf will land on it. Maybe it'll change color a little bit or something. And as you notice those changes, you become more of a tracker, more of an earth observer and you learn things about nature. Often, the best learning comes from this. We call it subliminal, where you don't really know what you're learning, but you're being taken into the heart of the earth by observing it over and over and over again. You built it, you observed it, it spoke to you, it pulled you into the earth. It's all good. So get out and create nature art. Hope. Oh.